Everybody, welcome to Dropping Wisdom with Santos. And today, my guest is Cheryl. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Cheryl, um, wedding hair expert. I don't know. Can you erase that? I'm telling you. <laughs> We're just going to let it flow. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Cut it out. Okay. Basically, the the topic of today's episode is professional hairstylist. Okay. Where where did you go? Or what made you get into this profession? Okay, so I started working um, in like 2013. I started working with a company called Darling and Dapper. I had never done a wedding before, and that was their specialty. And from there, I feel like it just took off. Where did you go to school? I did an apprenticeship. So I did my apprenticeship through Wink Salon, and then you do um, your school at night through like a... Botech program. Okay. Um, do you have to get recertified every couple years too? Every two years I renew my license. Um, and I don't take a test. I just send in my paperwork. And how much does that cost? Uh, about 80 something. Okay. How, how did COVID affect your profession? Yeah. So, um, actually in October of 2019, I went so I have two kids and I've gone back and forth in the salon doing color cuts, all that stuff too. Um, and then in October of 2019, I started renting a booth at a salon and then COVID closed us down in March. So we opened back up in May and then um, I went until October and I I left. I decided to just specialize in weddings because of the just the way everything was. Um, so weddings in 2020 were scarce, but now they are picking back up. Okay. Do you use different tones that look best with eye color or skin complexion? With hair? Yeah. Like color? Oh, I thought we were just talking about weddings. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm jumping everywhere. So I'm just, I just go everywhere. So right okay. now... Yeah, so I mean, definitely when someone shows me their goals, I assess the way that it's going to accentuate their natural features and make sure that it's right for them. Because sometimes people see a model and that model has beautiful features and you like the way that model looks a little more than you like the hair. So I make sure to kind of adjust things for an, a client individually. And you tell her beforehand, as I know what you're looking for, but this is what will look best kind of a thing? Yeah, I think it's important to give that input. But I, I mean, you always want to make your client happy. Um, but being honest and making sure your client looks good is the most important thing. How often should I shampoo and condition? Because me and my wife, I argue about that. Okay, so that is individual for everyone but my general guidance and i would say for your wife she probably doesn't need to wash her hair but every three days 
Um, but for someone maybe like you, if you use more product or something like that, you might want to... No? Okay. I don't use a lot of product. Okay. Well, then you really don't need to be washing your hair that often either. Um, I'd say every two to three days is... Okay. What do, is there a preference? Like any shampoo you think is best? So, I mean, everybody is different. Everybody has a different texture. Um, but a lot of brands that I like are, I like Pureology, I like Aquage, and I like Henra. Okay. Now, if someone says, I want a certain hairstyle, do you say, look, do you like customize someone's hairstyle for their, their way their face is shaped? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, the length around your face makes a big difference. So a lot of times, like if somebody wants to hold on to their length, but they have a more round face, you're going to want to <laughs> give them a little bit of softness, which would mean more like layers or a little bit of a long bang or something like that. You're just kind of trying basically what you're taught from day one is that an oval face shape is what you're going for. And so you try to adjust lengths and color too can highlight different places um mm -hmm. to achieve that look do you cut both genders yeah okay do you do extensions so i am certified to do extensions but it's not my favorite is uh is it what does it take too long or how is what's the problem i don't know um it's just not my jam you know how you just do some things and you're kind of, it's great. I think, I think extensions are beautiful. I think they are an amazing thing for people, but, um, it's just not my joy. I don't. Do you do, um, all ethnicities as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, okay. What brand of tools do you use for like a hairdryer, blower, flattener, and all that stuff? Do you have a, any? A blower. A blower. My favorite blower would be a Babyliss. I have had many Babyliss blow dryers. And um, mm -hmm. right now I have a Babyliss Aquage model of flat iron, which I love. Um, but for my curling irons, I have to stick with Marcel. They're my favorite. I will never have a clip curling iron ever. And I like hot tools. Where do you get these at? Can you get at Target or? No. Um, for these, Cosmoprof, it, and you have to have oh, your license right here, to yeah. shop there. Yeah, okay. So you need a license to go to the, uh, the Cosmo spot. Mm -hmm. And um, are these reasonably priced or? I mean, you're investing in this. They, How some... long do they last? Are there warranties or are they last? Maybe... Might how much are... you use them if they're your profession. I'm using them a lot. So is there a you're big turnover? You're using them a lot. Um, blow dryers, I would say, biggest turnover of all time. Just because... It's a, it's a lot on a blow dryer to be all day using. But um, as for curling irons, I can get like two years out of them. Flat iron, same. Um, how often should someone schedule their next appointment? Or it depends what you It depends, depends you on what they're getting? Yeah, so if you're getting just your roots touched up, you're going to want every four to five weeks, depending on like if you're gray or if you're... Um, if you're if you have dark natural hair and you you like to be blonde, you're not gonna want to see that root come in, and it just does quickly. Um, but if you're getting a balayage or something like that, you can go a couple months. Okay. Do you have a portfolio? I have an Instagram and I have a um, a picture portfolio on my phone, but I'm not the best at Instagramming and I'm not invested in it. Okay. 
Are you going to start promoting that though? Since you're you're just working, so you don't have a you don't have a location where you work at. Not anymore. Um, and uh, I truly have not had an issue. I feel like I have gotten my weddings, um, kind of just coming in. I okay. Do you charge per person? Per yes. okay. Um, not per hour or anything. Or how do you charge with the package wedding packages? How do you do that? Yeah. So um, the bride. The bride usually wants a trial, so we'll set that up. I'll go to her, and then she pays for that service. And if she wants to book the day of, if she's happy, then I usually take a $50 deposit, um, and that goes towards her wedding day. And then each person – so then she would pay the rest a week ahead, like Sarah does. Full payment a week ahead, full payment. Exactly, yes, for each person. And that also includes the 20% tip. No, actually, so that it to me, my the way I feel about that is like I appreciate it. I think it's what I would do if I were receiving that service, um, but I don't expect that. And if and and usually, I think that is given on the day of, okay. pretty generally. Okay, so I'm going to ask these stupid questions now because I don't know anything about it. Who, if there's a wedding, there's a bride. Who, what does, what goes on first, the makeup or the hair, or who, or do, do you do the hair first? So for me, the way I feel is that as long as there's somebody in each chair He's the rotate. whole time, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Some, some brides, and you'll find that some are the type that like to have, okay, uh, Sarah's going first and Emily's going second or whatever. And some are just like, as long as we're done by three, who cares? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that makes the most sense because um if she wants a certain bridesmaid to go first and nobody ever wants to go first but we guarantee our right but the bride will almost always go last Uh the bride goes last absolutely yeah not first Mm -hmm. no well explain that she needs to be the freshest oh yeah period um I, I generally, if I have to just talk about the bride specifically, I think she should get her makeup done and then her hair just because a lot of times hair needs to be moved out of the way mm-hmm. and like front pieces and things like that, which to a guy probably sounds so insignificant, but it is, it's big. it's big. So you want volume and stuff like that. So when they have to clip the hair out of the way and I do a touch up anyway, before I leave, I'm mm-hmm. never just going to leave without seeing everybody done. Um, but I generally would prefer it if it didn't have to be moved out of the way to do the makeup. Same. Doesn't always work out that way, but no. Okay. And what's the name of your Instagram? Sitting Pretty by Cheryl. Sitting Pretty by Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a question from my daughter because uh, she has some questions. What's the process <laughs> with box dyed black hair and they, if they want platinum? Okay. Ugh. Yeah. So that is a huge. I have no idea what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> what words was that? Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a huge undertaking, and a lot of things go into that, like natural texture, how long you've been box dyeing, um, and and like your expectation. Do you expect to be platinum blonde on the first or second time? Because that's not going to happen. Um, so as long as you can talk to your stylist and and set realistic expectations for each time. But I truly would say at least to be, um, to like minimalize it, I would say three or four times. 
Yeah, that's not a one session no. or two sessions. And those sessions are going to be long. Yeah. Is box dye really that bad? So the reason I think that box dye is not your best option is because, first of all, like the pH, you don't know for the developer, you don't know if you're getting 40 volume or 10 volume. Mm-hmm. They, It's not specified in there. You don't really know exactly what you're getting. And that's the real issue with it. Not only that, but like a lot of times, for example, when you have an all over color, somebody comes in to a salon, they're going to assess your hair and most likely just touch up your root if that's what you need. Or use the demi-permanent on the rest to refresh. But if you use permanent color on your on your whole head, that's going to make your cuticle expand each time and damage your hair a lot, even if it's a dark color. Because usually you associate lighter colors like blonde with damage, but it can be equally as damaging if you just keep putting developer that's not meant for that process on your hair. Okay. Rose will know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. So I'm, I'm just nodding my head like I know what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> okay. Women will be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, what wisdom can you drop to someone that's on the bubble of choosing a hairstylist? And then why should they choose you? Yeah, so I think that like if you don't vibe with that person, mm-hmm. then you're going to be unhappy no matter what. Um, I had a girl not too long ago tell me that she loved the way the last person did her hair, but the girl was kind of rude to her. Um, so she's never going to go back. So Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you're happy with your results, I, because to me, developing a relationship with my clients, which I've done over the years meant a lot to me too. So like, I, I just remember things about their life and I cared. Um, and you do the service better. Yeah. You, you care about how that person's walking around and, showing off your work not only that but you want them to feel good um i think to me experience does mean a lot but i also just think having a consultation and the questions they ask in the consultation is are very important um if somebody ever just has you shampooed before they even look at your hair and ask you what kind of haircut you want probably know you're in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, or, you know, if you're going for a huge change and they don't want to do a strand test, that's a problem. So. Okay. What wisdom can you give to someone that that's thinking about getting into your profession? So I think when a lot of people look at doing hair, they think, okay, you know, it'll just be a lot of fun. I'll get to just experiment all day and, or, you know, be creative all the time, which is true. But, um, it is a lot of customer service. That is a giant part of the job. Um, beyond that, I think people don't realize how emotional it is. Like you're hearing people tell you things they don't tell a lot of other people. And, um, that is heavy. So I just think you have to make sure that's all in line with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, doing hair is very exhausting. Your body hurts. You are mentally exhausted when you leave. Um, but also, you make a big difference in, a pe- in in people's lives and they care about you. They, they trust you and 
I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, talking about your body hurting, how do you take care of your body, like from the feet and shoes? What kind? Because of, you're on your feet all day. What type of shoes do you wear? The worst. The worst? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a wedding um, a couple weeks ago. I did 10 people, and then I had one other person somewhere else that wanted their hair done, and I wore these wedges. Dumb. And when I, when I tell you, by the end, when I was doing the last person's hair, you're I was the, falling. The, no, yeah. I was – my ankles were buckling. Like, I was literally – my feet went sideways mm-hmm. because they just hurt so bad. So, um – We need to get some Dr. Scholl's. But it, yeah. I just can't. And <laughs> – I'm like getting better about it, but because I'm getting older, <laughs> but it hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like because of my feet, I have surgeries on both my feet. So I, I found that ASICs are the best feet for me, are best yeah. shoes for me because I have wider feet. Mm-hmm. And then I Do get they the make cute, Joel's. chunky platforms? No, I don't know. I never looked into it. I never looked into that. We're trying to be cute too. Yeah, they, I mean, I never looked into that. I just wear some Macy's, put some Doctor Shoals, and I feel more comfort in my feet because I feel that your feet also it just aligns your whole body. It does. Your whole body. Yeah. So, Fine. Yeah. So I how also, do you take care of your hands? Yeah, my hands they they cramp up a lot too. Um, I try and like you know stretch rotate all that stuff and really massage is a big one massage is big yeah uh but who massages them i do or i'll have you know i'll ask my husband it doesn't work if Um, you're both hands are massaging each other that's like you want your both your hands to rest yeah but there's also her name is sarah flynn she's amazing and (sighs) she is so good like she's um a massage therapist and she's really good she does a lot of athletes she also does a lot of like um, military military so she's really good at that kind of um healing it's massage. not just like oh i'm getting a massage it's more like with a purpose she's great so i think she actually massaged me one time because um oh yeah my friend meg suggested her um what's her what's the name of her life massage yes. yeah life that's massage. right okay mm-hmm. she is wonderful so. okay now anything else because i'm about to hit you with the santo signature questions now uh nothing else i don't think all right have you ever witnessed a UFO or alien? No. So, but I did want to tell you about, because I know you like this. My dad has a story that he told me when he was a little boy. He said he remembers like waking up and he also says, I don't know if this is a dream, but it was so real. He said he woke up, he looked like outside the window and he saw this like crazy looking face. It was... Looking back at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a human face, but it was like disorienting kind of and then he said like you know went on this whole journey and then he said when he woke up he was in the living room with a pillow in his stomach that was like punched in Hmm, so you think he was abducted he said he feels like that but at the same time so you think there's a chip in his body or anything no like a journey like into space he said it was kind of like out there um you would have to talk to him, but there I will never forget that story. And he has more details. I mean, this is a secondhand whatever, but... Huh. Have um, you ever witnessed a, um, no. a ghost? No paranormal activity? No, absolutely not. I don't welcome that in my life. I don't want it. I want to know where <laughs> near me or my family. Like, no. Well, sometimes, you know, it's um, they could be positive. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think of ghosts 
But that's it's not scary because sometimes my phone, my father passed away. I was having a lot of paranormal activity in my house. I know it was my father, really, and so I knew it wasn't. It's not that's not negative. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying I the had movies a buddy, make it. So yeah, the ominous. movies and all that. But you know, I had a, uh, another guest of mine, David Newman, a, a homicide retired homicide detective, said you know once his, his mother in law passed away, and on a on a baby cam. Seen her looking Shut over the kids, over, over his grandkids. Wow. But to him, it's like you know that's that's the guardian angel. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of lots of times it's a positive. That but is people because of Hollywood, mm-hmm. everything's negative. And plus, it will scare you because you don't know when they're about to pop out and appear. Yeah. So that's the scary. Part it's the too. unknown, yeah. and that's what I don't like. But what I will say is. My ring, I got this last year for my birthday. My husband bought me an upgrade and um, I lost it for a month. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, My daughter took it and it was gone. But I was talking to my mother-in-law who my Grammy, her mother, passed away. Um, And we were talking about it and she was saying that Grammy's ring went and they found it six months later, this, that, and the other. So she's saying it's going to turn up whatever so i go back in my room and it's literally laying right there on the floor and obviously you were looking we've looked there a thousand times yes and had vacuumed the room i mean cleaned it like how long was it? a month a month and it's right there on the floor right there that's bananas Mm -hmm. so i mean that's the closest thing but um no other than that i I think sometimes you can also choose to see those types of things. Yeah, sometimes people do block interested. themselves off from it. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming, being a guest on the podcast. And tell everybody what your Instagram page is. Sitting Pretty by Cheryl. Well, all right, guys. I'll talk to you, you guys next time. Thanks for having me. Anytime.